This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 48. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mama five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. Show notes for today's episode can be found at 41more.com forward slash 48. This episode is brought to you by my free members-only resource library. Have you gotten access to my free library yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Join thousands of other moms who regularly get deals and freebies and resources sent directly to their inbox, and they also get to access the stuff I stick in my library, which are resources for elementary age, for high school and middle school, and also for you as a homeschool mom. So you can find out more about how to join my mailing list and get access to my library if you go to 41more.com forward slash library. Welcome to episode 48 of the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the topic, let your young kids have plenty of playtime. And I was thinking that this would be a great topic to discuss as I saw something float around Facebook a little bit, and I'm sure you've probably seen it too. It's this, um, report, kindergarten report of someone's from 1954, where they show all the requirements of kindergarten way back in the 50s. And it was basically checking off what you needed to know by the time you finished kindergarten. Now, you might expect it had really high-level things or maybe had standardized testing scores. No, I'm just kidding, right? They didn't do that kind of thing back then. I mean, it was things I know. You had to know your right co- the, the colors. You had to know your right hand from your left hand. You had to know your address, the days of the week. You needed to know pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters. You needed to read your name, write your first name, um, listen nicely to stories. I mean, it's not even talking about being able to actually read. It's only reading readiness in kindergarten. Um, Activities is I can draw, I can color, I can paint, I can cut with scissors, okay? And personal habits were like, I am polite, I can take turns. I mean, this was the extent of kindergarten in 1954. Um, I'm a bit younger than that. I was in kindergarten in 1983. And I remember we, we had some academics, but it wasn't crazy. And I was in a private school too. So you'd think the academics might've been a little more than they were in the public school. I mean, we had a full on nap time with cots every day and we had recess and we did letter books, but we weren't, the teachers weren't like like all freaked out if we didn't know how to read by the end of kindergarten. In fact, I remember being a little bit upset that I wasn't learning to read right away because I thought, well, I'm going to school. Why aren't I learning to read? Well, 
back then in the in the dark ages, right? Like just not that long ago, it wasn't a huge deal to start academics super young. And even though my kindergarten was a full day, we had plenty of time to play. So let's chat about this issue, the way things have changed from, you know, 100 years ago, 70 years ago, 50 years ago, 40 years ago, what are they like today? Let's talk about this issue. And as homeschool moms, how should we come down on this issue? Well, you already know what I think based on my title. Let your young kids have plenty of playtime. But let's chat about the statistics because this is not based on just what we think. This is based on actual real numbers. So we'll talk about statistics. Let's talk about the benefits of play. And then let's talk about the effects we see and some issues that we need to take into account. And then let's come up with a good conclusion for our own lives and our own kids. You ready? Let's jump right in. Okay, so here are the facts that we know. When you have to start kindergarten at age five, you're going from, if even if you're at a daycare or if you're at home, a child is going from a day based on a lot of free play to a lot of structure, especially when the kindergarten is a full day kindergarten five days a week. And the American Academy of Pediatrics had a report in 2018 that said that in 30% of U.S. kindergartens, there was going to be no more recess. I mean, this is five-year-old kids who are just have just transitioned to a full day of school from home or daycare where they were playing, and now a full 30% of U.S. kindergarten students were going to have no more recess. This was in 2018. It was not that long ago. Um, that's a huge change to their day. Now, what do we know about play? Well, researchers tell us that there are so many benefits of play. I mean, you can't even imagine it. We think of it as wasting time maybe, right? If you think of it in the negative, and that's apparently what these schools are thinking. Like, we could have them preparing for testing. Why are we going to let them have recess, right? They're taking away play in order to do what? Well, you would guess it's to do more academics, but what are the benefits of play? Is play really a waste of time or is it actually really important for young kids? Well, it turns out it's really important. Play helps your kids with executive functioning skills, it helps your kids with language skills, early math skills, social development, right? Think of all these things, these four things that I've mentioned already. You can picture it, right? Someone's playing kitchen. You have to talk with each other. You're playing an imaginary story. You're even counting. You're doing, you're pretending there's money. You're um, developing these relationships with your peers or your siblings or whoever you're playing with. All of these things go into play. Did you know that if kids have tons of time to play, there is a less chance that they will develop ADHD? Kids show symptoms that look like ADHD in classrooms a lot because there is a decrease in this play-based learning that kids naturally gravitate towards. Do kids naturally want to sit at a desk and do worksheets all day, or do they naturally want to get down on the floor and play? You know the answer to that, okay? And so a poor little five-year-old boy who's sitting in a classroom and is diagnosed with ADHD, it might be way off. It might just be that he's a five-year-old boy and he wants to play, and there is nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's good for him. 
Did you know that play helps with self-regulation and kids are less of behavior problems when they're given plenty of time to play? We should let kids follow their curiosity rather than have a more structured school environment, especially at the young years. There are so many studies you can look at, and I'll link to a bunch of them in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 48. But if you're a homeschool mom, I'm guessing you already are leaning toward the conclusion that more play is better. And here's the issue. Schools are decreasing their playful learning time. So this is an issue in our society. And here's some facts I want you to be armed with as a homeschool mom. This is really important to know. And I was a little bit shocked at the numbers, but here's the reality. Did you know that there might be a five-year learning gap, and that means a developmental gap between two kids of the same age. So you could have, you could have a potentially seven-year-olds in second grade. There could be a five-year learning gap. One seven-year-old might be acting like a four-year-old developmentally, and another, the other seven-year-old might be like a nine-year-old developmentally. What is the difference between four and nine? That five-year gap is huge. You know, if you took a four-year-old and a nine-year-old, there'd be some huge differences. Well, this is the problem in a traditional classroom. When everyone's in there because they're the same age, it does not mean they're developmentally on the same level. And traditional schools want kids to be on the same page, the same pace, but that's not realistic and it's actually detrimental to their education. So here's where you have to come down on things. The conclusion is I think that if you're homeschooling young kids, I mean, this is lower elementary. I even say upper elementary kids need plenty of time to play too, but I'll tell you what, in our own experience, Our first four kids were four boys within five years of each other. And I'm going to tell you that I am so thankful that on almost every day, they spent a huge part of their day playing. I mean, it was Lego or it was dinosaurs or it was blocks or it was dressing up like pirates and playing on the bunk beds. I mean, it was going outside and digging a hole in the backyard. It was climbing the trees. They had so much fun as kids just being that little group of friends and just playing their hearts out. And I'm going to tell you, that was better than if I would have drugged them all in and said, no, we need to sit down and do our workbooks for the next couple hours. Are you kidding me? If you are that homeschool mom that says, oh, but they're wasting time playing, we need to get a whole pile of worksheets done this year. I hope you'll change your perspective and realize But play is not wasting time. They're actually learning. They're actually uh, developing socially. They're getting their language skills in. They're talking. They're chatting. They're coming up with dialogue as they play. Their imaginations are soaring. I hope you see that play is so worth it. And so if you could say, if your kids are engrossed in this wonderful time of play and you are looking at the workbooks and the worksheets, I think you, I hope you come down on the side of, Hey, let's give our kids more time to play. And this is the thing I love about homeschooling. Just because the schools are getting rid of recess for kindergarten students, just because they're introducing standardized tests to five-year-olds does not mean that's how you have to homeschool. So don't replicate school at home. Go with what the the research tells you. Go with what your mama gut tells you that young kids need to have plenty of playtime. And the beauty of homeschooling is you can do just that. 
Even for the youngest kids, school does not have to take all day. In fact, it shouldn't take all day. It should take just such a bare minimum because they need to play. Playing is awesome, especially for your kindergartners, your first graders. They will have plenty of time left for academics. Give them what they need, but let the young kids play. All right, I'm going to jump off my soapbox, but I'd love to hear from you. What has been your experience with kids and playtime? Email me at abby at 41more.com. Make sure you check out the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 48. Don't forget to get into my free resource library, which you can find at 41more.com forward slash library. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.